I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and this is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. Today's October 25th, and I am so proud to dedicate today's podcast to Sandy Kins. She is listening. Who knew? Go figure. (laughs) I'm so excited. And God loves you, Sandy. He does. And I'm so glad that you realize it too. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. Please, Lord, forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. Amen. It is very hard (laughs) to do this podcast every day and pray these beautiful words and then have the adversary come after you. So I am tested (laughs) on a daily basis almost, but I'm equipped and I am strong and we're going to have some good prayers supporting that today. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. It really does. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I'd like to read uh, Psalm 25 today. Uh, This is a psalm from David, and um, I believe he wrote this while he was in a prison cell. O Lord, I give my life to you. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced. But disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, 
for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and unfailing love, which you have shown from long ages past. Do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. Remember me in the light of your unfailing love, for you are merciful, O Lord. The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. He leads the humble in doing right, teaching them his way. The Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness all who keep his covenant and obey his demands. For the honor of your name, O Lord, forgive my many, many sins. Who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose. They will live in prosperity, and all their children will inherit the land. The Lord is a friend to those who fear him. He teaches them his covenant. My eyes are always on the Lord, for he rescues me from the traps of my enemies. Turn to me and have mercy, for I am alone and in deep distress. My problems go from bad to worse. Oh, save me from them all. Feel my pain and see my trouble. Forgive all my sins. See how many enemies I have and how viciously they hate me. Protect me, Lord. Rescue my life from them. Do not let me be disgraced, for in you I take refuge. May integrity and honesty protect me, for I put my hope in you. O oh God, ransom Israel from all its troubles. Amen. I tell you, the enemy comes to steal your peace. Do whatever you can to fight against that. Don't let anyone steal your peace ever and yes I'm preaching to the choir amen in touch magazine says when studying Peter's life believers often focus on his mistakes the doubt that nearly drowned him when he walked on water and his rebuke and denial of Jesus but Peter is also an example of triumphant living. An uneducated fisherman who likely had few other skills, Peter put down his nets and followed Jesus the instant he was asked. He was the first to acknowledge Christ as the Son of God. And after the Lord's resurrection, Peter leapt into the water and swam to shore when he noticed his Savior was waiting there. The disciples' devotion cannot be questioned. Peter is both an inspiration and a comfort for believers today. God does not choose servants who are solid rocks with no cracks or crevices. He looks for believers who are teachable, willing to repent, and prepared to surrender to God's greater will. 
in spite of their weaknesses, in spite of their failures. He looks for folks who are a lot like Peter. Too many Christians have already decided how much the Lord can do with them based on their education, personality, or talent. But God is not interested in qualifications. He seeks willing followers who echo Isaiah's call, Here I am, send me. Now that is triumphant living. Amen. And God's purpose for your life. Romans 12 says, Never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And I'm sorry to celebrate that, you all. I am very happy with those words. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. At times, when someone's when someone wrongs you or a loved one, you may feel tempted to become an arbiter of justice and take matters into your own hands. However, remember that your charge is always to be a representative of Christ. As believers, our duty isn't to get revenge or prove a point. Our responsibility is to represent Jesus so that others will be saved. We can do so because God is already a good and faithful judge, and we don't have to do his job. Today's verse, uh, Deuteronomy 32:35 is a warning to Israel about seeking forms of security other than God. In that passage, Moses prophesied that Israel was going to chase after other deities for prosperity, guidance, and security. So God warned them saying, I am your protector. If you run to one of these false gods, then my vengeance will turn from your enemies and to you. So the same is true for us. When we turn to our forms of vengeance against another person, whether it's with gossip, politics, or manipulation, we're getting in God's way. This is why Paul admonishes admonishes us to leave room for his justice. Remember that. Forgive and give the Lord space to work. When we turn to our forms of vengeance against another person, whether with gossip politics or manipulation we are getting in God's way Jesus I trust your judgment help me to forgive amen
Stay with us. We'll be back with more wisdom in just a moment. And we're back. Ironically, commanding your morning a daily devotional says, push the enemy back. Joel 3.9 says, proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for war. Wake up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Destiny is God-given, God-revealed, and God-directed, or it is nothing. This is why we must renew our vigor and discipline in prayer. We must understand it anew. We have a world to transform, and we need God's ideas to do it. The only way to get those will be to once again wear the thin veil between heaven and earth through prayer. We each have a part to play. We each have giftings, callings, abilities, skills, and talents that God has uniquely given us to impact our jobs, communities, nations, and world. It is time to bring those to the battle fronts and start pushing the enemies back into the sea. It is time for more of us to stand up and take our places in the fight. Bow your head. Father, direct me to my destiny. As I pray today, deposit your ideas into my spirit. Use everything you have placed within my hands for your glory. I am a soldier in your army, and I push the enemy back to the sea. I declare and decree that I am strong in you, and I will boldly go wherever you lead me. In the name of Jesus, amen. And take your place in battle. Ezekiel 22 says, so I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. Within our generation, there is a need for us to step out from the shadows of timidity into the spotlight of moral and ethical leadership. <clears throat> there is a place for each of us in the fight between goodness and darkness on this planet. If we don't stand in our places on the battle lines, there will be gaps in our defenses and all the authority of heaven will mean very little. Unexercised or unrealized authority is no authority at all. We need the right place to stand and apply God's word in order to overturn the systems and syndicates that would keep our generation enslaved, impoverished, and subjugated. Bow your head. 
I take my place in battle. I commit to bear your light as an agent of change in a world of darkness. I decree and declare that there will be no gaps in my defenses. I will stand in the place I have been called to, in the authority I have been given through Christ, and pray diligently to release your will in the earth. In the name of Jesus, amen. Stay right there. I'll be right back after I cough. I'll be darned, the devil is trying to silence me when I'm on a roll. Okay, hope for each day. Ephesians 6.11 says, Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Don't doubt for a moment the devil's existence. And don't doubt for a moment that he is your enemy. Forget the cute cartoon images of an impish figure with a pitchfork and a red suit. The devil is absolutely malicious and evil, and he has great influence over this world. The Bible says, Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The devil is strong and he is determined to make you stumble. He is also clever and scheming, bent on deceiving and outmaneuvering us at every turn. But we are not defenseless. God has provided us with all the armor we need, armor so strong that the devil and his servants cannot penetrate it. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, the word of God, prayer, every one of these has a role in defeating our adversary. Don't let another day go by without putting on the full armor of God. I know I won't. Amen. Yes, listeners, I'm under a little bit of a warfare attack. That's because I am doing God's will. I'm spreading love. I'm spreading joy. I'm hopefully helping to save souls. So the devil is pissed off at me. But guess what? You tell the devil that you've got on armor and he can bring it on. Amen. Psalm 103 says, As the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. Adversity can be handled one of two ways. Either you can deal with it on your own, or you can allow God to carry your burden for you. The first requires human strength and effort, which are rarely sufficient in handling grievous trials. Heartache erodes 
human ability. The wiser course of action is to allow God to handle your adversity. I need to pray on that. I am, I am. His ability to provide goes beyond our greatest imagination. He is the God who has the ability to calm every storm. Every storm. Okay. Amen. And that was God's promises day by day, by the way. It's a theme going on. I feel like I'm in the middle of it. (laughs) Okay, God's way, day by day. It says, God knows what you need. Psalm 100, the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures all generations. Have you ever asked God for something that he did not give you? At first, you might have felt slighted or upset, but perhaps much later, you saw the reason why God said no. God promises to give only what is good for you and no less. Why? Because the Lord loves you with an affection beyond imagination, and he fashioned every intricate fiber of your being. It makes sense then that he knows exactly what you need and what blessings would benefit you. Amen. I remember a strong passage I read before. It said, if you are praying for your enemies, you have forgiven them. I'd like to list a couple of enemies and then you take a moment of silence to list a couple of yours if need be. I'd like to pray for Haim. I'd like to pray for Mike. I'd like to pray for Barbara. And I'd like to add, God help them. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right. If I surrender to your will, I will be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Stay right there.
God speaks to us through prayer. Uh, let's end on a high note. So many things we take for granted because we think they are so small, but through God's love and mercy, he gives to one and all. I must thank him for each and every gift he graciously sends my way. And through his word, I've come to learn he answers when I pray. We all can claim salvation for his blood was shed for all, but each must come before him in answer to his call. When we give our all to the Savior, we can have sweet peace and rest. His word was proclaimed for his loved ones, and we know our lives will be blessed. God bless you all. Thank you for praying with me. See you tomorrow. Be kind to your neighbor and just wish for the best. <laughs> Bye for now.